Warning. If you continue to listen to the following excerpts, your mind will be invaded by questions. If this happens, your only hope of salvation will be to listen to the whole book. Wind buffeted the aircraft as it circled chaotically toward a patch of earth on the edge of nowhere. Jason Parker scrambled to find a suitable landing site. The Cessna's instrument panel lights had died, the engine had seized up and the propeller had puttered out. The plane was losing airspeed fast. Jason shoved the yoke forward, slamming the aircraft's nose towards the ground until the airspeed indicator's needle registered at 68 knots. He set his radio to the emergency frequency, but his radio was dead. He tried to restart the aircraft in flight, but that failed too. He braced for a hard landing. As Strauss neared the pinnacle, he lowered himself and crawled forward. The stench of death grew fouler, ripe with decay and putrefaction. His heart raced as he peeked over the other side, expecting to find the Soviets in a reverse slope defence. We won the mandate! Rango's frilled neck undulated. We're going with the wildcard scenario. It's going to be a hostile takeover. Carl shuddered. In the hallowed law of Terran investment banking, a hostile takeover had put fear into the hearts of a company's management team. In the 23rd century, the hostile takeover of a planet held far grimmer implications. I had ripped open the package before reading the attached letter. I opened Leonid's letter to learn his reasons for sending me this parcel. Maximilian, it is because of my deep admiration for you that I've sent you this package. I implore you not to open it until you've read these words. Some things are best left undisturbed. I shuddered. What horrors had I unleashed? It was what lurked inside that unnerved him. His tank platoon waited in column on Highway 101 on the city's outskirts as Apache attack helicopters buzzed in the distance completing another circuit around the structure. The dome's edge extended a few metres beyond what used to be Candlestick Park. The mind-blindness would soon overcome the Sentinel, extinguishing all traces of an ancient civilization. Only one Sentinel endured out of thousands, a prehistoric mechanical guardian that had walked the earth for eons. It knew only loneliness and despair, but faithfully preserved the legacy of its creators. The hollow-skulled dolphin carcasses started washing ashore about a week ago. No matter how many times Dr Janet Kimball examined the bodies, she was at a loss as to what was behind the mutilations. Dr Kimball observed an atrocity that had become so common she was almost numb to it. Almost, if not for the dolphin's missing grey matter. In all her forty years, she'd never come across such a peculiar and gruesome sight. An alien pathogen was a logical hypothesis. Over the last fifty years, something had reduced the colony's population from the 250 souls on the original colony ship's manifest to fewer than ten. What Morales found even more intriguing were the thousands of heat signatures remote probes had detected beyond the eastern mountains but remote DNA spectral analysis had determined there was no human genetic material there.